So, in honor of the fact that we just saw Spectre on Friday, I think it is important for us to go through the list of the best Bond songs ever. The best opening Bond theme songs, because there's probably been a lot in your mind, wouldn't you say so, David? Yeah, there's a lot of good ones in there. Yeah. And there actually was a little controversy over Sam Smith's for Spectre. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it sold very well on day one, and then... It just nosedive, <laughs> basically. But yeah, I know. I was like, when I heard it, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I could see that for the opening, but they worked it. Oh yeah, it actually works <laughs> yeah, very well it. with the story. Right. But it doesn't have the same hit factor without the story that the other ones we're going to talk about in the list. So, let us begin. We'll start with the beginning. The beginning. <laughs> yeah. The beginning. The original James Bond theme. There's no need for us to play it if you don't know it. Go listen. <laughs> <laughs> How could you live your entire life without seeing a James Bond movie? It's 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 the, the theme is in every James Bond movie. <laughs> it, it is though. It's like in, so if you've seen any of the movies, you've heard this, and I'm not even going to. I shouldn't even have to sing it or anything. This is just be something you know already. Now we go through Goldfinger. This is what we got in our list: Goldfinger, Thunderball. Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die by The Wings, a.k.a. Paul McCartney and his wife. So that's a classic. Um, and then we have our two personal favorites, the ones that stick out with you. Yours is We Have All the Time in the World. And then mine's actually is I Love the Intro to Quantum of Solace. The theme song. Audible gasp. No, that's it. You liked anything about Quantum of Solace? That's it. That's it. That's the only thing I liked about Quantum of Solace <laughs> was the intro. The intro was actually good. It was a wasted intro. Have you heard the I, intro to Quantum I really of Solace? I can't even remember you don't the remember? intro. Trust me. I can't you... remember anything except that I didn't like it. <laughs> Trust me. I, I'm going to play it for you after the podcast. And once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, this was actually the one good part. It starts off so well, but then it just goes In Quantum of Solace is itself. But yeah. And then we have the other one that was sort of like the biggest of all the Bond themes. Skyfall? Skyfall. Skyfall. Honestly, when I think of Skyfall, I don't even remember that it's a James Bond theme song. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's its own song. It was just a great song. It doesn't need to be qualified as a great soundtrack song. Because there are some really epic songs and movies and TV shows that, that we should discuss it sometime in the future. But yeah, we should go through them. But I mean, even if we think about it, we only we would only say they're a great soundtrack song. For example, The Lion King, The the, the Circle of Life. That's a big epic song. Everyone, you should have heard this song. <laughs> you should also have heard this. It's, it's basically, out okay. of all the hits Disney's ever had, this is the biggest. Okay, you know what we need to do? We just need to make like, a top 10 list or something of all these songs it would take forever that's yeah fine. i mean we'd have to go <laughs> that's fine we'd we'll have to go, go through, through animated it. lists because cause, because you could you'd have to do animated movies then the regular movies You've that we've got seen a friend and <laughs> i mean oh t oh toy story or or the incredibles soundtrack I, there's just too many i, <laughs> I mean yeah okay or pixar no, and, need, i mean between pixar and disney it we need Oh, oh. <laughs> like a verse Just match. between those two, if you did the Pixar music versus Disney music, it would take forever. Nah, we, I think we need to do this. All now. right, but Adele's Skyfall is definitely an amazing song that we all love. 
Yeah. I don't so th- look forward to these random lists in the future. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah. Randomly. <laughs> or or maybe we'll have to have we'll choose some and then we'll argue on the final picks in each set, right. so to speak. Right. But um so yeah, I mean I I wouldn't put Sam Smith's song up there in this category of the greatest Bond Here's the thing. It was, yeah, it's like you were saying, it was good for, like, the intro they had. Like, it fit perfectly. Like, I don't, I couldn't imagine any other song right there. But, like, on its own. It's not that great. Yeah. It's, it's better than than the theme song for Die Another Day, though. (sighs) That Madonna song, (laughs) it's... It makes Madonna look like a horrible artist. I'm sorry. That song is not good. Uh, Die Another Day. Can you believe I've seen it multiple times? (laughs) I have the DVD. We have the DVD. (laughs) No, I have the cassette. (laughs) It's not that old. It's like 2002. Like I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Die Another Day was just... Okay, we just... It was okay. It was... was, We'll just move on. We'll just move on. We'll just move on for that. But yeah, it's um. But James Bond, as we just pointed out, has a had a richly long line of people who have taken the time to write a song specifically for them, for the movie, and they have all, I think most. it's sort of most <laughs> of them. Well, I mean, it is a big thing in cinema history to be part good or bad to say yeah. you wrote a theme and sung a theme to a James Bond movie. Right. I mean, there's, even though there's been, it's probably the longest franchise of movies, it's only been 24. So it's only been 24 artists that have had this opportunity over the past 50 something years. So it's, so, so it's, it's not a pretty as exclusive if, group. Yeah. And it does have Paul McCartney, Tom Jones, even if you take into account Madonna, Adele, Tina Turner singing themes for these songs. Right. So it is a prestigious thing. But, I want to kind of switch gears to our main topic today, which is about songwriters. And David, I was telling you, I was showing you that video of Megan Trainer's interview where she was talking about songwriting. And this is actually on YouTube. It's with this, um, the YouTube channel is Zach Sang, like singing, but saying the past death version. So it's called, I think he has a radio show, Zach Sang and the Gang. But anyways, they were, they, I have to applaud him because he asked a question that I don't think too many radio producers would ever ask an artist. I don't know if they've been paid off not to ask this question, but, <laughs> or, or they don't want to disturb the, 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 the political balance, so to speak, in music. But he asked, he asked her point blank, he said, what do you think about artists who do not write their own music? their own songs and I would actually play a little portion of it but it's it's such a short interview and it's so important that you actually see it from the yet you actually watch it but in her reaction is it bums her out she doesn't like the fact that people <laughs> not even just don't write their own music but that they lie and say they did write it and make up these elaborate stories about it right she was like when they're asked how they make songs they're like oh yeah we're just you know, chilling in the studio late night, noon, and then she's like, "Yeah," but then she's like, and then she'll ask uh, their producers or the people that actually write the songs on the. No, they didn't write that. Song. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, write that, no song. that didn't happen. And then how most most fans don't believe 
people when they say that someone else wrote the song because they actually believe the singers write the songs. Do In the you, perfect I mean, world, they should, but... I mean, no, well, I don't want to go there. But do, do you think, just before, before I go into that, do you think they know that the people singing the songs do not write the songs? Do you, do you think they have the conscious understanding that when they're hearing a song that this wasn't written by the artist? No, I don't think so. Because again, who are they hearing? They're hearing the artist. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, 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 like... so they're they're connecting the song to the artist. Exactly. But the part I don't want to say is that they should is because, no offense, but it's sort of the my argument against it would be that against what you're saying would be that it's always been this way. I know. They've never <laughs> from the beginning of time, from the beginning of modern music in the twenties, thirties, and forties. Artists didn't write music at all. It used to be there was about there was three levels of it. You had the radio, you had the radio people, you had the songwriter producers, and then you had the vocalists. They they weren't even there, the word singer songwriter did not exist in the early to mid forties through, through like the nineteen fifties. There was no such thing as a singer songwriter. So. You got to think about it. There wasn't too many artists that actually wrote and and sang and did everything back then. So that's sort of how it's always been. Motown's done it. Do you really think The Temptations wrote all those hits? Or Diana Rose wrote all those hits? Or Marvin Gaye wrote all those hits? Nope. <laughs> so I'm wondering, is it is it really an issue... Well, not only how do we feel about them not writing it today, but is there anything that we should expect to change? I don't know. Well, I never expect anything to change. <laughs> because change would probably be good, and no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we would lose a lot of artists if they stopped. If we but did that with artists, we lose a lot of artists, man. Here's what I'm thinking, though. It's like, you do this song, you perform it, it's good and all, but it's also like you're kind of being fake, right? Because a lot of times in songs, like expressing some type of view or something that can relate to someone. So it's like you're just kind of lying is how I see it. Even if even if the song is in, when you get to the bottom, you're just, you're just kind of going up there. This is weird because this is probably the first conversation we've ever had where I'm on the other side where I'm actually with the modern music people and you're actually against it usually I'm the one and you're, and you're trying to hold me back from cutting everyone <laughs> off in the music industry but I there's been too many good artists like for example My Michael Jackson he wrote a lot of hits he didn't write all the hits so it's sort of where do we draw the line if they're writing most of the songs do we give them credit do we say, is that okay? If they're writing the hits, do we say, is that okay? Or if they're just writing every now and again, but they never wrote any of their own hits? I don't know. Okay. Here, let me differentiate. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's needed. Okay, so I believe that if you're writing most of your songs, and kudos to you, I have no, I have no problem with okay. you. Like, it's like, okay, you're good. Like, because you even, can't... Even if the songs written for other... Even if the songs written for you are the ones that end up becoming your hits... No, more so that, than the songs that you wrote. That, that's see, a problem. See what I'm saying? <laughs> now that's a problem. Because the hits represent your history as 
you know, like as an as an artist, as a musician, that's those are your songs. But then they're not your songs. Yeah, your <laughs> right, right. They're quote unquote your, your songs. songs. But then they're not your songs. Exactly. Like, mm. So here's the thing, though: anyone could have sang those hits. Would it still be a hit? Maybe, maybe not. That's I, another question. It depends on. The, okay, <laughs> that's another uh, question. Right, since you are, you you've just passed that question back to me. So here's how I'd say that: it depends on how good the singer is. It depends on the. It depends on what was needed to make that song good. Right, but here's for, the thing, though. For example, all right, like Whitney Houston songs, young Michael Jackson songs, and Mariah Carey songs. Not everyone could have sang them songs that would have made a mix. I honestly believe that there are a couple. Actually, those songs I believe should never be covered again. <laughs> Just never. I don't want to hear "Got to Be There." None of those, none of those Jackson Five songs that Michael Jackson sung lead on. I don't ever want to hear anyone try to sing them again, because there was something special in that moment, in that moment of his life, in his voice at, as a child that can never be duplicated. Leave it alone. His voice made those songs his. There are some people where the song is done by writing, very good writing. Like for example, Whitney Houston. I don't think she wrote too much of her music. Mariah Carey actually did write a lot of her music. So, I do think the singer aspect has something to do with that, though. Hmm. But then I'm thinking, too, like, <clears throat> even if you could almost compare artists, even though it's... It's so subjective. I know, right? But it's like, if you could quote-unquote say that they're kind of similar in skill level at the very least. Yeah. Do you think that there's just something about a particular artist's like voice and tone that would make or break a song? Well, it depends on the style. Well, that well that well that's when the subjectiveness comes in because it depends on the style. For example, take if we take eras, we can compare Michael Jackson and Prince. Two different styles. I don't think if you switch those songs around, either of them would be hits because they don't fit each other. Hmm. They don't fit the artist. Right, exactly. That's the thing. I though. think okay. I think, I think you've raised my two, point for me. I think those two are two <laughs> apples. That though, that's the apple and oranges. But Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, both powerhouse singers. Even though Whitney Houston used more power and Mariah used a little bit more falsetto, they're more similar. I think they even had like similar management or something at one time. But they're more they're considered more similar. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if. They, if you given them to if you had crossed songs if you had given this song for example there are some artists who and this is even going to blow your mind too which which I'm going to bring this back to you so think about those songs which we which we've heard more about where this person turned the song into a hit but you find out after it was a hit that it had been shopped around to other artists and the idea is that we always assume that if they had gotten that song, it also would have been a hit. But do we know that? <laughs> of course we don't. We don't. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. You brought out my point when you said it wouldn't have fit the artist, right? So that's that's kind of my concern. It's like if someone else is writing your songs, then we don't really know who you are as an artist. Yeah, but some people are really... I've, I think I've heard this before. Singing music to some artists is like acting. You, you throw yourself into it and you make them believe that you know what you're talking about. <laughs> there was, um, actually, I was listening to a, a documentary. It was with, um, what's that? He sings If You Think You Know Me. 
if you think you're lonely now. Oh, Bobby Womack. He wrote a song and he said it wasn't that he had gone through the particular experience, but he says he understood the emotion behind it. So actors don't have to go through every experience in a movie. They should. No. <laughs> but I mean like but it'd be like Marvel movies. Right, right. For example, they they don't know how that actually is, but they understand the emotion behind it and are able to project that through their own interpretation. So, what some movies? better than others. Well, 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 like I said, I said Marvel, not Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a, there's a difference there. But now, so back to you. Some people are good at making us believe those songs, making us us believe in those songs. And some people only have the talent to write and can't perform. And some people only have the talent to perform but can't write for anything. <laughs> Which is what I'm saying. It's like, I'm I'm fine with there being songwriters. Just not like, all your songs are not belong to you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a lot of artists. <laughs> okay, 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 but then what do we do with these people? All right, imagine this. Imagine you are a label executive. Hey. All right, let's let's both both put us into the into the business side. Just to kind of step into the bats. Step into the bats. <laughs> but let's. That but, was another good example. Exactly. But step but, into but, the bats. But let's but let's put it in a better frame for us. So this singer comes in. Sounds to us like the great, like like this person could be the greatest singer to ever live. But this person cannot write at all. And you don't believe this person will ever be able to write in their entire career. <laughs> no confidence but at all. But the voice, how they sing cover songs and how they, and, 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 and their demos that they've done with songwriters have proven that this person can, can sing hit songs. What do you do? I kick him out. <laughs> what do you do? Just kick him out. No. Just kick him to the curb. I'm just saying. That's back right, to no. you. But I'm saying, okay. Here's the thing. I'll, I'm All right, fine. I'll concede. I'll be fine with that happening. I still wouldn't like them. Because, again, we like actors because they have to lie. They're playing other people. But I feel like when you do music, it's kind of to express yourself, not someone else. You have to kind of think like, because I know you compared like music, yeah. like singers, uh, actors, but it's feel like it's kind of there's a difference in what they're setting out to accomplish. But see, that's a novel idea. The novel idea of the singer song, like I'm telling you, the idea of the singer songwriter literally did not begin until artists like the Beatles and Bob Dylan started writing their own music. It started being unique until like the mid '60s. So, it's literally only been around for 50 years. Okay, hold on. You bring out another point about their music being unique. Yeah. I think that's something else that could be lost if they're having someone else do their songs. Because maybe you don't know. Maybe they do know how to write songs. They're just songs that, I guess, you wouldn't normally think of, right? Well, I mean, that's well, that's another thing. And, and here's... So, back at me, I'm going to answer that question. Here's how I would fix it since... Instead of us just complaining and putting people on blast, let's think about a solution. <laughs> and I think music is starting to go this direction because of how much how le how much less money 
or the fact that there's less money in music now than there was years ago because of streaming and all these other avenues now. But here's how I would view it as. Let, let's think let's let's think about it this way. If more and more record labels and I think they're already starting to implement this, they are now looking for singer-songwriters. Because then they don't have to pay a songwriter. I think <laughs> But think about it. Most new artists you hear about are singer-songwriters. That is true. I don't hear I too much that. about people that just... Those right. American Idol people and The Voice people, no matter... I, I think it's entertaining to watch. Half these people, even the ones that went, I'm like, y'all, you ain't gonna make it. <laughs> right, that's nothing. Because you don't really know their music because they're always doing someone else's music. The Voice is not enough. Right. I, I just love that, that that goes with the voice, the title of it. But the voice is not enough. And being an idol is not enough. And being the quote-unquote X factor is not enough. You have to come. So I think more and more artists have that 360 package of it. But I also must say, there are artists that if, for example, boy bands... there's at that young age you're not expecting them to to come in and be able to songwrite you know what I mean I would expect them to come in and songwrite you're not 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 at 15 you're not do you really think One Direction writes all their songs which is probably one of the reasons I don't like them that much but I'm just saying I don't know but it feels like sometimes like some songs are just like really shallow like there's there's no emotional depth to a song it'll just be like okay (laughs) i just blame that on bad songwriting i think if you're a good songwriter you can tailor it to which is the thing do do you think a singer has to write the song or do you think a singer has to have input on the song at the very least i think they they should all have input no No matter what you're doing at the very least they should have input right but sometimes they're not they're just as here's a as, song. as as Megan said, here's your song that'll make you rich and famous. You're welcome. Sing it. No, no, no. He said, "You're welcome." Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. Blurred lines. Sing it. That's basically what Robin Thicke. I mean, that's basically what Pharrell did. He he was like, "Robin Thicke, what you want? You want this song? Um, can we change this and do that? All right, fine. Here's your song. <laughs> make sure the royal check cashes. <laughs> Royalty check cashes." And and then he had two hits at the same time with Get Lucky and Blurred Lines at the same time. Just because he said, Here's your song. And here's your song. And here's and, and, and here's our song. <laughs> and here's our song. But, but I mean, they worked He's together like, on that. That that was the complete opposite. A singer giving someone a song. Right. Versus they, they basically just force feeding this is your hit to we are working together to make a hit. Right. So I mean I just I think for the most part but I wonder, do do country artists write their own music? I'd feel almost betrayed if they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if it's just a pop thing. But many too few. I notice my favorite artists write their own music. Exactly. See what I mean? It's like because then you know what they do and you kind of know what to expect, right? It's like right. I look at Lord for example. If Lord had done other people's music I don't think I'd have liked her as much yeah you see what I mean like it but they're allowing 
here's the problem I have because I'm because oh you you've just made me sympathetic to the music industry I can't believe it <laughs> because miracles the, do happen <laughs> but here's the thing if we take into how they're finding they're finding artists like Lord already like Lord already had all those songs done when 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 someone discovered her right right quote unquote for example yeah quote unquote discovered her so she was already an artist she had already developed her singing ability Ed Sheeran he had already developed singing ability Tori Kelly Alessia Carr like these artists have already developed their singing ability and already developed their own style but I'm gonna give you the example that you could not refute Uh, Miley Cyrus she is the atypical example of put into the machine that is the music industry. And the machine can be successful because if you put them in the machine, you don't ever have to worry about paying them. Hmm. From the from, from the music industry's point of view, you don't have to worry about paying them because if you're a singer-songwriter, you learn very early about the business. Right, which everyone should learn about the business of music. Well, there's because ain't no business like show business. Well, it's 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 no business where you can legally extort people and rip them <laughs> off, like the music industry. You can literally rip people off in show business, and it's legal. Like because the the thing they'll say is that you signed the contract. I mean, there's there's very little Gotta labor. Love them contracts. <laughs> there's very little labor things you can do if you sign a bad contract. But let's think about it. Like Miley Cyrus, she was put through through the machine. Disney got her at a young, young age. Said, "We're gonna give you a TV show. We're gonna give you music. Your dad's Billy Ray Cyrus. We're gonna put him on the show, and we're gonna turn you into a star." They, you know, Disney made a lot of money off Hannah Montana all those years. Probably. Then she goes out her own. It's like, oh, record company, we're here. We'll we'll take you to the ne- next level. <laughs> Now you can act as crazy as you want, just as long as those checks cash. Well, here's the thing: I heard that she did all that because she didn't want to go back to Disney. So, <laughs> exactly, no one wants to go back. To <laughs> no Disney. one wants to go back to. No Disney. No one goes back. Well, I mean, you have Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez, who kind of came from that Nickelodeon I know, Disney family I, I, as I well. Know. It's it's pretty weird. So those are more people that have gone through the machine, otherwise than just doing it on their own. And when you do it on your own, you learn skills that that help you later they Mm -hmm. don't help you at the time because you're dealing with it but you learn the skills that'll help you later but here's i think okay so how you were saying she went through the machine then you have to think about independent artists like take for example the arctic monkeys they're independent well literally they're they started off on their own and they literally built up their fan base before they got famous yeah so you have something like that where it's like they did their own marketing through their fans through the internet like literally that's how they actually got well, themselves yeah. out there i think all artists should be independent until they have leverage hmm. then then you join a label but don't join, join a label until you have leverage <laughs> and if, if you join without leverage then you're gonna get eaten up i think i think and then it's the kind of contract you get because once you have leverage you could have a contract where you're still making money and they're assisting you like for example, even though they're the more extreme independent, when you think of um, who's who's that who's that one rap duo Ryan Lewis and Macklemore. Macklemore, yeah. So they're an independent entity. They have their own independent label and business. 
but they use the major labels for distribution and promotion. There you go. Smart plan. Other artists are doing that to a similar degree too, where they're like, I'll handle the music. If you have some people I can work with, let me know and I'll decide if I want to work with them. If I don't, I don't have to. We will give you the album. We will discuss it together if we like everything about the album. If you don't, you can kick rocks. <laughs> no, see, okay, no, you bring out a good point. I, I, I want like the artists I listen to to have that independence, the ability to make the music how they want to make it. Exactly. Like, Most that's really what it comes down to, right? <laughs> yeah, but that's well, that's the one thing I have to say. I must applaud Justin Bieber for having <laughs> his manager, Scooter Braun knows what he's doing he has made sure Justin Bieber has not gotten ripped off and that it was too easy for him to get ripped off Usher could have ripped him off the label could have ripped him off and and I say Usher because artists will rip people off too they will rip there is no love in artist to artist when it, when it comes, down to, when it comes down to business yeah it's a cutthroat industry I don't care how much they say they're mentors they may not screw you over, but what they'll do, they won't tell you what you should be doing. <laughs> For example, TLC was signed to Babyface's record company. He was he was he was a founding member of the record company. The other founding member was ripping them out of all the money legally, but was ripping them out of all the money to win after a tour. They would end up in debt. Mm. How you gonna end up in debt after wow. touring? <laughs> That's wow. He got them good. <laughs> he's I like, don't know. He's sitting there counting the money. Keep doing them shows. <laughs> I don't know how they don't want to string up his neck, Babyface. Neck. Now, Babyface, for all I know, he must have just done that. I don't know what happened. Uh, I don't know anything about that. I all I do is write the songs. I'm like, dude, you write the song, which means you know the business. Which means you knew they were getting ripped off. And because you were the founding member, you didn't tell them. Because you knew they were getting ripped <laughs> off, which is why you didn't tell them. And then it was like, I mean, like, there's been stories of when it's so bad, they will have they will have the artist signed to the same, to the exact same lawyer as the label company and Ooh. make them sign a contract so that it's not a conflict of interest. <laughs> Or do a 360 deal, which is the label will pay you more, will do more to make your, to make your um, record, your album successful, if you give them a percentage of merchandise, touring, and endorsements, as well as album sales. <laughs> There's a lot off, of ways to do it. Ripping you off. <laughs> right. So, I think the whole thing about the singer-songwriter, it really comes down to knowing... First of all, being a good singer-songwriter, you have... Well, I mean, it's the assumption that you're good. Well, let's just let's think about it. How many artists do you think would no longer be famous if they could... How many artists do you think there would not have been modern right now if they didn't write music? Quite a few. They're big. There'd be a couple. But here's the thing. If you really want it, just write your own music. But what if it's bad? Well, what, then, what if what you write bad. is bad? What if you write is it's, bad? To quote someone, it's not fair, but I don't care. 
<laughs> it's like if your music is bad, well then you shouldn't be famous. <laughs> but that's the point. If you have the voice to write, if you have the voice to sing a hit, then but you don't have the you don't have the you don't have the, the then do covers of other people's songs. You can't make a career doing that. Unless on YouTube, I mean. And even that's not a real long-term career because at any moment, it's sort of, I mean, the YouTube, YouTube is becoming more stable, but it's still a house of cards. Because <laughs> literally, if people stop viewing, if people for whatever reason stop viewing your videos or your covers, that's it. There really is no, there's no safety in it, so to speak. But I mean, I understand what you're saying. But it's, yeah, for it's like if you if you really want it, you would make it work. <laughs> so, so so basically, so what do we do with the people that are just songwriters then, that only like to write a whole song and don't just write parts of songs? Do we do do we fire them? Because they have no one to, to use. Because no, again, they can work for the already established artists. But what if they only want the artist to sing it exactly the way they want to? Well, then that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You, you, I'm just throwing these things. I, I don't care the... if we're cutting people off. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you just want a world where all this, where everyone that is doing music professionally is a singer songwriter. I want a world where. I'm able to go up to an artist and feel like I actually know who they are and can have a conversation with them because what they tell me in their songs, what they are, you know, like who they are in their experiences. And so if I can relate to that, then I know I can relate to them. But that's not, but that's not who they are, David. It's a persona. I know. It's a persona. <laughs> it, oh, look, we, we just went to that point. It's a persona. Well, let's get rid of that it's too. It's made up. <laughs> you can only write about things that you've experienced in your life. Oh, they all have nothing to write about. Put man. that in their contract. Well, hey, then they'll go out and live life instead of what they're doing. Getting now. drunk and on. <laughs> right, exactly. Now they'll go out and actually live life. Yeah, well, I, I mean, good point. Well, well, I mean, let's be honest. The, the whole persona thing, that's never going away. There's always been personas. Because some people are just boring. Well, and it's a way. It's a way to. It adds appeal. And and I blame that. That that's more of the consumer's fault than it is the artist's fault, because it would only be necessary if 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 the pursue if the consumers wanted it. If we didn't want it as a, as consumers of music, they wouldn't do it. That is true. Which is which also has to do with the singer songwriter thing. People don't care if they don't sing it. They just want to believe. Believe that it's... Believe. They, they want to believe in the lie. <laughs> they want to believe in the lie. I'm sorry. Actually, that's what... Uh, I was talking about that with someone. He's like, uh, we're talking about propaganda and how that works. And he's basically like, the reason all this stuff works is simply because people want to believe. <laughs> and that's all it comes down to. If you want to believe it, you'll believe it. Let's let's let's, let's think about all the things in this world. We we want to believe Barry, Barry Bonds didn't do steroids. <laughs> we want to believe OJ didn't do it. <laughs> That's a whole list of things. We want to believe all the stuff we've heard about Bill Cosby isn't true. Come on now. We would want to believe it, but what did the facts say? Come on. What do the facts we say? Wanna, we want to believe some of these artists 
are just really nice guys. Even though we hear their music and they sound and it's so degrading, it's so raunchy, we wouldn't believe, but they're just really nice people with all the tattoos and they've and we wouldn't believe all these athletes are beating who are beating up women are really nice guys. We wouldn't believe that that it's that it's not really as bad as it seems. But it is. But it is. <laughs> but it so is. that's the whole thing for a persona. And we and not, not and I think we need to separate the persona is different from putting your best foot forward. Because I think those are two different things. Putting your your best foot forward is dressing nice, speaking properly, things of that sort. Persona is pretending you're you're a completely different person. Right. You but, just gotta be yourself. And if we don't like you, well then that's too bad. <laughs> it's not what happens. But that's but it's it's easier to be a persona. It's, it's easier, easier to be, to be a, to it's be easier a personality. To be someone else. Which really doesn't make any sense, I know. but <laughs> it's easier to be someone else. We live in a world where the stars have to pretend to be someone else so that people will idolize them. Yeah. Even though, really, most people will relate to people that are that are themselves. Right. Is that, can you relate to Lady Gaga? No. Not so much. Not at all. <laughs> Not there's so nothing, much. There's nothing about her I can relate to. Exactly. Nothing. But people love her music. But, I mean, I'm not saying her music is bad. But she does that for shock value. Right. But I feel like she doesn't really need to. Because I like her music without any of the extra... If you're good, you don't need it. Right. Without any of the extra persona, any of that extra stuff. I like her music. I would listen to it anyway. I think that's sort of what happened to Mariah Carey. As she got older and started getting less good, you could see she started becoming more of a diva. Like, like you said in the beginning, <laughs> like she the ratio. Like you said she's really good, and there was like so much humility. And then it's like through the nineties, <laughs> into slowly, the two thousands, two thousand tens. It's like oh, it, and then it's it switched all completely around. the other way. But so, I mean, well, we can keep arguing this forever, David. I'm sorry, it's not. I'm sort of on your side, but I'm sort of not. But hey, that means I win. That means you win? <laughs> I, I got you to come over to the dark side a little bit. Well, I just... Uh, I don't know, because I would... Like, if, I was a sing, if I was a songwriter, I wouldn't mind writing songs for other people as long as I was getting paid. So it, it's also that part of it, too. Does it matter if you're making the money? If you're the songwriter, it really doesn't matter to you. It's only for only the consumers, the few of us that are that know this information care. And and if it is a good song and if it sounds good, do you care that that the singer didn't write it? Normally, I wouldn't unless like okay, so to just make my point really clear. Yeah. I'm fine with having songwriters to back up your singers because I don't know, maybe they're having an off-season and they just can't think of a song or something. That's fine. But, like, when literally everything you've ever done and everything that comes out of your mouth is written by someone else. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything. Or, or, but like I said, also, oh, that or could, is no, it just that could be hits. part of the persona. Like, your label is, like, they're going to literally write out and plan every meticulous detail about who you are, what you sing, what you represent. Because exactly. I know they do that. Right. Exactly. It's called advertising. Well, it's yeah. called. It's also called lying. But I mean, that's, <laughs> that's politicians do it. Why can't they? God, politicians. Let's not even. We're go not, that. 
this is not a, a a political commentary podcast, so we would not go into that. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed our ramblings today. I did not expect that that topic to go on so long. I was expecting it to be like a short conversation, and we would have to bring, think about something else. And then we set it off. But yeah, yeah. Well, I sort of kind of agree with you, David. That's all I ever asked. <laughs> Anyway, um, comment, subscribe. I forgot to say last week that the website that we now have is the Born From Music website. It's called, it is bfrommusic.com. Check it out. It has links to the podcast and links to our blog. We will see you guys. Talk to you guys in a few weeks. Bye.